0: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host Abby Banks and this is episode 152. This episode is brought to you by our inductive Bible studies for K through 12. Do you want a chance to win free Bible curriculum? I'm so excited that our Little Fishes Bible studies and our self-study workbooks for the older kids are all now available in physical form on Amazon. So yes, you can still get digital copies, which you can print for all the members of your family. Or if you want to save that printer ink, head on over to Amazon and find them there. I will put links to all of them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 152. But I have two exciting ways for you to. Go ahead and win your own physical copies of the Bible study of your choice. The first one is for those of you who have already used our Bible studies and you would like to submit a testimonial about like how it worked for you. And I would love to use these on my blog and in social media. You don't have to have a blog yourself. You just go ahead and share with us your experience with these Bible studies and we will enter you into the giveaway and there will be three winners chosen for this on April 1st, 2022. Then, for those of you who have never used our Bible studies before, or maybe you have, and you wanted to go ahead and be a reviewer, so you don't have to have a blog or a social media presence to be a reviewer, but four families will be chosen to review an inductive Bible study of their choice, and we will send you free physical copies for that. So, to learn more about these exciting opportunities to get free Bible curriculum for your homeschool and to try out our inductive Bible study, in a fun and unique way, head on over to the show notes at 4 morecom forward slash 152 and we will point you in the right direction. Welcome to episode 152. Today we are focusing on inductive Bible studies because I know it's that time of year when you guys are figuring out, okay, what are we using for next year? And I wanted to go ahead and kind of tell you about what we have available. And I know that some of you are still confused when you hear the word inductive Bible studies, you think, what in the world does that mean? I actually had someone in my family ask me this week, okay, what are inductive Bible studies exactly? Can you explain them to me? So I wanted to give you just a quick overview of what does that even mean? And then answer some of the questions, the most common questions I know you have about our specific inductive Bible studies. And remember, we do have free samples that you can download and use with your kids to see if you like them. You can always find them at 41more.com forward slash samples. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is just a really quick overview of What's the difference between an inductive Bible study and then a deductive Bible study? Now, you may not use these words at all, but I promise you, you've probably used a deductive study. Deductive studies are basically your topical studies. So, you know, you might have a devotional book or, you know, a curriculum and it's uh, the the names of God or the character of God or what the Bible says about using the tongue or how to use money wisely or the topic of friendship or marriage or, you know, anything like this. What does the Bible say about, you know, holiness? Any topical study is a deductive study. Now, what does that mean? Well, the basic difference is where you start. So a deductive or topical study starts with General and moves to specific. In other words, they start with a theme and then they move to specific verses and texts that prove their theme. Whereas an inductive study, which is what our Bible studies are, they start with specific. Uh, facts. So we're looking at the book of James, we see words repeated, We we see things in the text, these are specific stuff, and then we move on to general. Okay, once I've read this chapter and I've noticed the key words, all the specifics, what is the general summary of this chapter? So you can think of an inductive method as kind of what a detective would actually do. So if you were a detective and you came upon a crime scene, you would start to notice all the little facts. You would say, I see a murder weapon over here. I see that, you know, the back door was open and I see this and this and you would gather all your facts and then you would eventually get to a conclusion. Okay, I think I know who did it. Okay, so that's how you can think of inductive. I wanted to give you one more example because I actually saw someone on a Facebook page I would, I am on where they were sharing a like a Bible curriculum they were using and I thought this is a really good example of deductive. Now, I'm not trying to bash deductive approach. It's fine, but if that's all you use. There's a lot of pitfalls to it. Basically, you're always starting with a topic and trying to proof text it. Like, let me find all the verses that prove what I already want to want to say is true. You're not letting the text speak for itself. Your kids aren't really reading um, a Bible author's, you know, flow of thought. They're not getting the whole book together and seeing, you know, the progression of argument in a book. So that is why inductive, you want to have both. But I personally, I think inductive is a lot deeper and a lot richer. But let me give you an example of a common topical or deductive Bible curriculum that you might have. So someone showed, and I have no idea where this is from, so I'm sorry, I I don't want to call it any uh, publisher out, but and I I actually don't know where this is from because I don't see a publisher on here, but they have their, their lesson is called God is the Deliverer. And the lesson is, what is God like? So it's basically about the character of God, right? They have a key verse from 2 Samuel. They have a teaching passage from Exodus 17. And then they have about five supporting texts from 2 Kings, from Psalms, um, from a whole bunch of places, from the book of Jonah. And they say, what is God like? God is compassionate. He shows a deep concern for his people and a desire to meet their needs. So they're starting with a big general overview. They're giving you like the topic, they're summarizing it. And then they dig down into these passages and look for details. So they'll, they will go to Exodus 34, 6, and they'll say, okay, what do I see in this verse that shows me about God's character and shows me He's compassionate. Do you see how that works? They're starting. They're already starting with the big idea, and then they're digging down in the verses to support that big idea. Now, there's nothing wrong with this. If this is the only way you ever study the Bible, it's better than nothing. But can you see how it might, um, it might keep you from letting the text speak for itself? Um, maybe what you're studying. Maybe that verse does support the fact that God is compassionate, but have you ever thought of the fact of, you know, maybe the Bible wants to speak for itself. Maybe I need to study through a whole book of the Bible and I don't summarize it until I've actually looked at the facts on the ground, until I've actually looked at the keywords. And that's why I love the inductive method. It truly helps you understand what the scripture is saying, and then you can apply it in context. Because here's the thing, when you would do a deductive approach, sometimes we can pull scripture out of context and try to apply it, and it doesn't mean what we think it means. And so that's a danger with the deductive approach. So that is what inductive Bible studies are in a nutshell. And of course, um, you know, grab our samples and see for yourself how this actually plays out. Now, if you belong to a church where the pastor preaches through whole books of the Bible, um, he does exegesis where he's doing verse by verse and he's preaching through it, that's the inductive approach. And that is actually what you want. If your pastor is always doing topical sermons, you know, there's a good chance he's not preaching certain parts of the Bible because, you know, they're not as great or they're not as interesting or they're not as whatever. But if you actually want to know what God says, you do want to go through whole books of the Bible and you actually want to do the whole Bible. Bible at some point in your life, right? So that's the goal with using the inductive method with our kids. It actually grows them and matures them and gives them the life skill of reading, interpreting. And applying the Bible in context. So, the cool thing about the inductive method is it, it's, it's not hard. Even your young kids can do this. This is why we have Little Fish's Inductive Bible Studies. As soon as your kids can read, they're able to do this. But here are the three basic steps of the inductive method. And then I'm going to go through a few FAQs about our Bible studies. So, the first Step is always observation. We say, What does the text say? And this is where a lot of us like to use our colored pens and our pencils, and we mark all the key words, and things start to jump out. It's amazing once you start reading a book of the Bible to see this author, you know, has an emphasis and he's going to repeat a certain word or a comparison or a contrast, you know, light and darkness or the word love or you know, whatever it might be, we're going to really start to notice some big ideas. But first we start, remember, we're starting with the facts on the ground. So that's where we observe. Number two is interpretation. We say, what does a text mean? And we say, okay, what's the culture at the time? Who's the original audience? What are some cross references? Can I, does this mesh with other things in scripture? And we start to put together a summary of what the text is saying. What does it mean? And then number three, we apply it. What should be my response because of what the Bible is saying here? And this is where I find my application, not because I think I already know what it means when I start. I don't start with a big idea. I let the big idea come from the text. So that's an overview of the inductive method. Now let's jump into some key questions I get about our resources. So, the first question is How many lessons are included in the inductive Bible studies? Well, there are 36 lessons in each of the Little Fishes studies. Those are for K through four kids. And so every week they study a new passage each week for nine weeks. And the Little Fishes studies include lessons for just four days per week, because I know some of you have a four day homeschool schedule. But of course, you can stretch this out or do it at any pace that works for you. The older kids have the self study workbooks that would be for grades five through 12 and those are also set up as nine week courses so there's a suggested four day per week schedule for maybe your younger kids like your fifth or sixth graders and then your high schoolers could do a full five day per week schedule but as with anything else in homeschooling, I know this is totally flexible. Um, one of my friends, Gina Mayo, who you know from Music in our Homeschool, she used our James Inductive Bible Study with her teens, and she actually stretched it out for the entire school year. So I'll link to her review in the show notes so you can see what she did for that. Our Gospel of John online course is an independent and online course that is about one semester long. It's for 15 weeks. And I do include projects for the older kids. So if you want to include a grade on the transcript, I give you instructions and we have definite objective ways to do that for your high school kids. The second question I get is, are the Bible studies digital or physical? Yes. The answer is yes, they are both. And this is so exciting now that if you want to get a digital copy, you can grab that, of course, at 4 1 morecom forward slash shop, or it's at 4 1 moreteachablecom The beauty of grabbing a f- Digital version of our Bible studies is that if you have multiple kids who want to use this, that's a um, pretty good value for you because you can print it multiple times for your, your own family's use. So if you have four kids who are going to use it, grab the digital and copy it four times. It's a really inexpensive way to get our Bible studies. Now, of course, you're using your printer ink and then it's not bound in a beautiful book. So if you would rather have a physical book that's all beautiful with its actual color, with a nice cover, and it's all bound and can. Contained, you can now get all our books on Amazon, and I will link to them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 152. All right, our third question is Do I need to already understand the inductive method to use these with my kids? Happily, I can say no. You don't have to have any prior experience with the inductive method. Our resources are really easy to use, and they really do walk you through step by step as you complete books of the whole books of the Bible as you study through them completely. So they're very user-friendly and you will learn the inductive method as you go, but it's very painless. Your kids can do this on their own. You can do this with them and you don't need to understand the inductive method before you start. So here's a really good question. Are these studies considered devotional? Devotionals are usually very applicational. So while the inductive method does encourage the reader to make application of the text After you study it, that's not the only focus. The inductive method, remember, it goes through the three steps of observation, interpretation, and then application. So that's the difference between our studies and then your normal devotionals. Devotionals jump to application before you really understand the context. And that's why I don't love using devotionals personally or with my kids because sometimes the verses are taken out of context and it's not really the proper application of the verses. So, which grades can use our studies? Well, really, anyone from K through 12, as long as they're reading. So, our Little Fishes Bible studies are perfect for your kindergartner through maybe about fourth grade. And they can do them generally, you know, in an independent way. You might need to help your younger kids read through them a little bit, but they're pretty self explanatory and easy to follow. There's no teacher book required, all the instructions are right there in the Little Fishes workbook. And then your older kids from about grade five all the way through 12, they can use our self-study workbooks. We also have optional video lessons you can add on. They're not necessary, but your visual kids might love it. And our family bundles give you everything you need for studying through whole books of the Bible as a family, K through 12. So let me ask you what you're looking for in a Bible curriculum for K through four. Are you looking for something open and go? Affordable? Do you want to use it with multiple kids together? How about something that engages your visual learners and your kinesthetic learners? What if you want a physical book? How about a digital option? How about nothing that requires a teacher's guide? Easy to use, and a student can use it independently. The great thing is, the Little Fishes Bible Studies check all these boxes while giving your kids a gentle introduction to the inductive Bible study method. Now, that's for K through four, and there's a ton of resources out there for teaching Bible to those age levels, right? But I have found that Bible courses and curriculum for your teens are going to be there, it's actually a lot more challenging to find something very solid. So I think one reason is that most of us are looking for a resource that is meaty enough for our teens, but it actually includes a way to record an objective grade on the transcript. If our teens have grown up in a Christian home and we've been doing Bible with them from the time they were little, they're ready to move on from the typical memorize the Bible story, learn as many facts as you can. You know, they're ready to dig into actual scripture. So if you're having trouble finding, finding meaty curriculum for your older kids, I want you to check out our self-study workbooks and download samples for free at 41more.com forward slash samples. Now here is what I love about our inductive Bible studies and courses for grades five through 12. They do check all of these boxes. Number one, We teach kids how to study the Bible, get them in the actual Bible. They don't need to be reading someone else's interpretation. They need to learn to do this on their own. It actually gives you a grade for the transcript, can be used independently. We include an answer key. There's no teacher's guide necessary. There's an optional video component. We study through whole books of the Bible in context There's a digital option to print for multiple kids. And yes, you can even purchase a physical book. So if you were curious about the inductive method or any of our studies, I hope this this episode helped answer some of your questions. Definitely check out the samples. And I forgot to mention that if you wanted to see a peek into the first week of our online Gospel of John class, along with looking at our statement of faith, you can do that at 41more.teachable.com and just look for our Gospel of John course. And once you click on that page, you can see the first week for Free. Don't forget to check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 152. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.